0: Hello and welcome to a very special Halloween Retrospection, podcast where we take an old film or TV show, engage it in therapy and decide whether it should be returned to society or simply placed in a straitjacket, kicked in the nuts and locked away. I'm Paul, and I'm sorry about the balls. And my name's Colin, and lady,
1: nothing surprises me. You're
0: less of a lady. Oh yeah, you're less of a lady, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I could think of something that would surprise you. On this episode, we're taking a look at In the Mouth of Madness from 1994. Uh, wait, we're watching what? In the Mouth of Madness. <sighs> See, I thought it was strange that you'd chosen a soft porn film
1: in the mouth of hardness oh. so how did that go for you I quite liked it alright the ending was different though it was it a happy ending it was yeah it was a cream surprise finish we'll just wow. have to we'll just <laughs> well we'll just have to plough through this best we can and that was oh, in the starting, film too oh.
0: we're starting early on this one aren't we yeah Yeah. bring the fill fight straight away yeah alright like police are here <laughs> the roses <ruzzers. laughs> <laughs> you oh you've got all sweetie oh we're showing our age now aren't we we are retrospection now. at the end of the day so. it's true so the plot according to the always accurate imdb is an insurance investigator begins discovering that the impact a horror writer's books have on his fans is more than inspirational it's kind of accurate. Yeah, it's not bad. I've, I've heard worse from them. Yes, yes, you've heard, you've heard worse from me. That's true. The film stars Sam Neill as John Trent, Julie Carmen as Linda Styles. Now, I always I, the last time we had this guy in one of our films, not one of our films,
2: mm-hmm.
0: one of the films that we covered. I could never pronounce his name, so I'm going to go for it this time. Okay, right? yeah, Jürgen Proctor. Mm-hmm. Is that him? Is that him? Close enough. Close enough. As Sutter Kane, David Warner, the always reliable David Warner, as Dr. Wren. Woefully misused in this, though. Yeah, he doesn't get much, to it. he just bookends no. the film, really. He does. John Glover as Saperstein, and surprisingly, and this, this really surprised me because I wasn't expecting this one, Chuck Heston as Jackson Harglow. Yeah, I didn't realise he was in it until he turned up. Not at all, and he didn't have a rifle. No.
1: Well, maybe he yeah, had one in the drawer or something. He's, I would imagine so. His I would. Yeah.
0: And the film was directed by John Carpenter, and it was budgeted at around $8 million and grossed just over $8 million back. You know, you put in what you get out. I, didn't we get the same sort of thing from They Live as well? It wasn't in the cinemas very long before it was... Yeah, it was taken
1: down, wasn't it? Yeah, I was going to say pulled off, but <laughs> you, I had no idea you'd go somewhere with that.
0: <laughs> you were the one that brought it all up to begin with. <laughs> Oh me. Now, this is the third film in what John Carpenter calls, and I've never heard this before, so if he does call it this, then uh, it's a new one on me, his Apocalypse trilogy. The other two movies being The Thing and Prince of Darkness. Hmm. Hmm. I've never heard of that before, either. Could be one of those uh, IMDb facts.
1: Oh, is that where you pulled it from?
0: Oh, where else would you go? Oh, good old reliable Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! That's... That's far too much work for me There, Okay. You give me a job, I'll do it, but I'll do it, you know, as uh, as easy as I as the, possibly can. The burr you know? minimum. The burr minimum, yeah. Oh, he's back, is he? Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> call back there, call back. You have to listen to the uh, previous episodes. Oh, um, now, this film contains many references to um, HP Lovecraft stories mm-hmm. and also little nods to um, one of John Carpenter's friends, Stephen King. Yes. Apparently this was Hayden Christensen's debut feature, so we can all be grateful for that, can't we? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. thankful for that every day. I don't even actually remember him being in the movie, do you? No, I couldn't tell you what he played. He's not the little kid in it, is he? Maybe. Or one of the kids.
1: Really should have researched this, part.
0: People will tell us. Or oh, not, probably. <laughs> <laughs> So, have you got any facts or do you want me to just jump straight in? Well, let's do the trailer. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Run the trailer.
2: Mad.
1: The riots began because the stores could not meet the demand of Sutter Kane's novel In the Mouth of Madness. Kane disappeared two months ago without a trace. The guy that writes horror books. You can forget about Stephen King. Kane outsells them all. I need to know if he's alive or dead, and I need that book. It's a setup. It's a set up. I just have to work
2: out how it's set up. Kane's writing has been known to have an effect on his readers.
0: Map. This whole thing has been staged. You just get out. <laughs> this is not reality.
2: It's all happening for real, Trent.
0: tells you everything you need to know uh, well not actually
1: because for most of the trailer it's just music
0: <laughs> do you know what i haven't actually watched this one this time oh
1: hell <laughs> how interesting
0: and you have
1: yes wow yes the trailer plays heavily on carpenter's previous films because it's like from the maker of and then goes through his early stuff just his early stuff
0: yeah just his early stuff I would imagine so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of we're kind of switching roles a bit. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I like it. I like it. We'll have to do that more. No, I don't like it. Pants are too tight.
1: <laughs> what
0: yours? No, rather well, be yours. <laughs> well, my pants would be very loose on you. Oh, well, that's true. Mm. Would you want to wear my pants, there, Really? Not really. No. no. I didn't think so. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. So, any facts or little tidbits that you want to? Impress me with? Nope. No, neither have I. So shall we crack on? (laughs) Yes, let's go for (laughs) it. So we open on shots of a printing press producing the new copies of Sutter Kane's book, In the Mouth of Madness. Mm. And it's accompanied by some generic rock music. A bit disappointing, really, wasn't it? It's performed by John Carpenter. It's still a bit disappointing, though. I don't mind. It's got a nice little tune to it, I guess. It's okay. It's very 90s, though. It is, it is. And there was a lot of this around at the time then. Yeah. Know? And we cut to an ambulance on its way to a large map painted building. Oh, I like those paintings. <laughs> well, the ones painted by Matt. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's what you made it sound like. <laughs> that's where I was going. I was hoping you were going to pick it up. Oh, I did, sort of, in a roundabout way.
0: I felt yeah. bad about doing it. Oh, never do, never feel bad. That's true. All I told right. Anton Dec for the twenty first century, actually. Anton Dec are, are, are for the twenty first century, aren't
1: they? Yeah, they are. Yeah,
0: okay, we'll forget that then.
1: We're, we're so, the Anton Dec for the sixteenth century. <laughs> <laughs> Forsooth. Yeah, um, An- Antonius Decius. Wait, no, that'd be like three hundred BC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Antonius Decius, keep it to yourself.
1: Mm. I don't know why. (laughs) It wasn't very Roman. They were all saying that in the Roman days.
0: Yeah. You went all Frankie Howard on me then. I did. Just as long as that's all you, as far as you go with being Frankie Howard, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, So inside the building, um, Saperstein is waiting as two orderlies bring in Trent, trussed up in a straitjacket. John Glover's always a fun actor to watch, isn't he? He is, yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. You know, he's he's um, very good in Smallville. Uh, I wouldn't, know. I know you wouldn't. Some people would, but you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So Saperstein tells them to put Trent into number nine, but Trent tries to make a, a break for it, and he starts assaulting the orderlies, and he gives one a good kick to the knackers. He does, yeah. Sorry, I was just thinking that, that
1: it's number nine, and that TV series that plays on... Inside number nine. It's inside number nine. I wonder if there's a connection between the two, why they chose that number.
0: Well, they are big horror fans.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Still, yeah. If uh, Rhys Shearsmith or um, Mark Gattis or Steve Pemberton do happen to listen to us, let us know. I know it's not happening, but no. you never know. I, I am curious now. So they drag him off and they fling him into the cell and the cell's just got a mattress and a bucket. It was a lucky shot, he says, about the balls incident. Yeah. And uh, Trent protests that he's um, he's here by mistake. I've had morning afters like this, have you? I've seen apartments like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have been apartment hunting, haven't you? I think,
1: in fact, that's probably about $1,500 a month here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably the same in London, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I did like the detail of the orderly walking away very gingerly after he was kicked in the balls. Yes, good attention yeah. to detail. Maybe you it really is. did kick him in the bars. Well, you never know. No. I mean, he's Sam Neil. That's right. So back in the cell, Trent is rambling that he's not insane, but uh, so are all the inmates. Yeah. They're like all in the cells next to him. I like that bit. Yeah, so did I. I've got to say, I've been here shouting into a vacuum. Your Hoover?
1: <laughs> so when you practice... Wait, was it on? What have you been doing <laughs> with this Hoover, Paul?
0: Shouting into it. Oh, okay. No, I mean... You know, sometimes don't you wonder that you're the only rational human being around? I don't wonder that. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, silly me. So, Saperstein, um Got silent. I to, no, I had to read... Re- re- I couldn't read what I'd written then. Because no. <laughs> you're the scroll, Sa- scrolling it in blood. No, because I wrote Sapistine pumps, and then I thought, what? And then I read the rest of it, and I thought, oh, yeah, right, okay, that makes sense.
1: They were great. I used to wear those in the 80s. Saperstein you know, pumps? Yeah, when we had to do P.E.,
0: the squeaky ones.
1: Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah, I was wearing those. Uh, those were the days. Yeah. But they weren't, were they? No. So Saperstein pumps elevator carpenters' music into the cells, and all the inmates join together in an impromptu rendition. Oh, no, not the carpenters too, says Trent. I thought that was quite funny.
1: I like this whole opening. Oh, yeah, it's There's, very good, isn't it? This whole opening, I mean, like rubbing my hands and going, oh, this is going to be fun.
0: Oh, dear. That sounds yeah. like it's only downhill for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, though, I've had a similar reaction to Coldplay, haven't you?
1: Well, at the beginning it was fun, and then it was all downhill. No no oh.
0: no, no. oh, no, not the Carpenters 2 line. I don't know if I've heard much Coldplay in my life. You're
1: lucky. Mm.
0: <clears throat> Any Coldplay fans, though, listening to us? We love them. We don't, want to, we, don't, we don't want to start alienating people, do we? No. <clears throat> and we will bend. We can't afford to. <laughs> exactly. We'll bend in the wind like reeds. I've heard that about you. Yeah, I bet you have. So suddenly the music stops and there's a knock on Trent's door, but no one's there. And there's a shadowy figure behind Trent. He turns. This is a rotten way to end it, he says. And the figure replies, this is not the end. You haven't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. Sp- Very cryptic. Spooky. Mm-hmm. well it's Halloween mm-hmm. but it's not Halloween I'd rather watch Halloween But yeah. and we flash cut to blood and axe falling and a woman screaming and a weird monster thing yeah I've no like a, idea what that is yeah a big head thing yeah there's a lot of that in this film there is there is so Trent falls but suddenly everything is back to normal in his cell as you said as I opening six minutes ago this really got me perked up Oh, Wait,
1: your yeah. nipple's stiff and everything. I was turgid, yeah. Oh, Turgid? I yeah. don't think that means what you think it means.
0: Oh, it does when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see, that's how we do the English
1: language now. It's not what you say, it's how you say it.
0: Bend like the reeds in the wind, I told you. Oh, you ever start singing? <laughs> Sounds like a song. <laughs> I'll have it written for the next one. Oh, we all yeah. look forward to that. I bet you do. So we cut to Dr. Wren, David Warner, and he's having a conversation with Saperstein. Is he one of them? Saperstein cryptically asks. A bit personal that, isn't it? i thought so, rather rude. Yeah. If he is one of them, you know. What does it matter? Doesn't matter at all. No. no. Things must be getting bad out there, says Saperstein. So if something's happening outside. Yeah, we, that's don't know right. we don't point, know what we don't know. We don't. Saperstein tells Wren that uh, Trent's only request has been a single black crayon. You could do lots of things with a single black crayon. Yeah, why doesn't one not want other colours? Black. Black's the colour of death, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's very slim in as well. Oh, yeah. it is. That's for it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So Wren goes into Trump's cell. And he calls him by his first name, which is John. And Trent has drawn lots and lots of crucifixes on the walls. Early Banksy work? I don't know. Is he shredding it? (laughs) Very good. Very topical as well. Too topical for us. Yeah, all right. Ren and Trent talk a bit, um, but Trent says he no longer wants to get out. There's a guard with swollen testicles who swears you want to, says Ren. Good line. Yeah. Delivered slightly better in the film, but there you go. (laughs) Well, you're not paid the same. No, you can't win it all, can you? No. So Trent asks if... uh, Things are turned to shit out there. So some event is going on outside. Yeah, we've definitely clarified that. Mm-hmm. Well, we clarify it more, don't we? We do. Well, we because because I literally keep it. mentioning it, yeah. So Ren wants to know how Trent got in here. So Trent begins to explain that he was a freelance insurance investigator and that all this started with Sutter Kane's disappearance. And now we go backwards in time.
1: Ooh. Wobble 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 wobble. wobble. Oh, I think mine was more exciting. <laughs> I don't know wobble wobble. I think
0: wee, I didn't say that weevil wobble. that would have been better.
1: I don't even yeah. think. I don't think you can say that. <laughs>
0: try, try again. <laughs> we, no, I'm not going to say again.
1: Okay. <laughs> you remember weevil wobbles, don't you? Yeah, we. No, weevils wobble, but they don't fall down. That's right. Yeah. Oh.
0: yeah. Wasn't it weevil? Wobble, not it was wobble. weevil. Wobble, was it weevil? weevil? I don't know. Whatever it is, it's the motto that I live by. Did you have one? What? What? A what? weevil wobble? Just, Did you not, have one? Not, not lately. uh <laughs>
1: Just the way you look.
0: Just the way I look. Yeah. Um, I may have had a, a one or two. Ah. Yeah. Lost to the mists of time. Mm. Or mm-hmm. probably just chucked out. Probably. Yeah so we go back and we're in a meeting with trent and a guy called robinson who i guess is his sort of um the guy that hires him yes and trent is interviewing a nervous looking man about a fire did the guy burn down his own warehouse perhaps turns out the guy did burn down his own place and that most of the stuff he supposedly lost is being worn by his wife and his mistress insurance scam it is yeah Sam Neill does do sort of slimy and insidious really well, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it's not really very good t- in this, actually.
1: It is, but it's not really a tough case to crack, is it?
0: Not really. I mean, the guy caves in after about two seconds, doesn't also,
1: he? Also, he's got, I mean, he stupidly gives his girlfriend and his wife the clothes that have supposedly been destroyed in the fire to wear in public.
0: Yeah, he's not the brightest tool, is he? No. Wait, that's, uh, that's mixed metaphors.
1: Yeah, so have, what kind of yeah. tools are I suppose a flashlight is technically a tool, I, I suppose.
0: That's what I, was, that's what I was going for. That's what you are going for? All right. Mm-hmm. So later, Robinson and Trent are in a cafe, and Robinson is telling him how great he is at everything that he does. And in the background, we see an advertisement. Advertisement? That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Why? you Adver- had problems? No, I just thought, advertisement, advertisement. You can say it. You say it how you want to say it. Advertisement. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> On a bus for the Sutter Kane book in the Mouth of Madness. They're really pushing that title in this movie, aren't they? Yeah, they're really you know upping the meta life yeah. of the film. Mm-hmm. And Trent says that he always enjoys finding out um, the pros from the amateurs in his cases. And outside, there's a man. Crossing the street, carrying an axe. Yeah. Did you see some of the people
1: laughing <laughs> yeah, in the did, street? Because, yeah. you know, they're watching it being filmed, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, you mean, you see a man with his chopper out, you're going to laugh, aren't you? Depends on the size of the chopper. Well, I mean, I can only speak for myself. Well, I get more,
1: we thank everybody for that. <laughs>
0: it's more, it's more um, you know.
1: The day you're in a position of power to speak for other people is the day I'm off this earth.
0: you know it might happen you don't know i could be prime minister this time next year it's possible wow
1: as if things couldn't be worse in that country
0: (laughs) do you know what i'd still do the podcast oh lucky me
1: (laughs) (laughs) just the the one glimpse ray of sunshine just disappeared
0: (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't let you down like that colin Oh well, yeah. So Robinson explains that uh, Sutter Kane has just filed a claim that he wants Trent to look into, and we see behind them through the window the Axeman slowly approaching. And this is um, the sort of suspenseful stuff that Carpenter does really well, I think.
1: Yeah, it's good. Can I just pull you up on something? Sutter mm-hmm. C- Sutter Kane filed the claim. Oh, did he? Didn't he? No, didn't he? His publisher. Fine, yeah, right. his publisher did. Yeah. Okay. Is that what you said? I may have done. Okay.
0: Alright. <laughs> <laughs> right. Once it comes out of my mouth, I can't go back. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. You
0: know. You know. Okay. Uh, this is what you're here for.
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. Alright. <clears throat> so just as uh, Robinson explains that Sutter Kane has gone missing, the man smashes through the window, and looming over Trent, he asks, "Do you read Sutter Kane?" I bet there's a few Harry Potter fans who are a bit like this as
1: well. Look, you've already upset Coldplay fans. Do you really want to now pick on the Harry Potter fans? Oh, fuck them. Ooh. (laughs) Look at you. All tossed against 11-year-old girls. (laughs)
0: Girls? (laughs) Wow. I think that was slightly more offensive than what I said, but there you go.
1: There's probably (laughs) boys that love it too. There
0: are. There are. You know, they're all wrong. Oh. Yeah. Just saying, it's an just, opinion. Just for the uh, interest
1: of balance and fair play, I quite like Harry Potter and don't have a problem with it. It's all Paul's
0: hatred. You, you just wait till I'm prime minister next year.
1: What are you going to do to Harry Potter?
0: Oh, what am I not going to do to him? Hang on, that's <laughs> <rough, didn't laughs> <it laughs> <just> a little <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that one there. Yeah. Um, so the man's eyes have a strange blue light in them, and he raises his axe. But luckily, two police officers shoot him about 50 times. Yeah, that's standard practice. I was going to ask.
1: In fact, that's probably conservative, really. <laughs> they probably just cut- stopped because they ran out of bullets. What happened to the hair? Well, that there. Yeah. I've always had that there. Have you? It's like a little circle. It's like a cr- yeah. Have you got a crop circle in your head? Yeah, the aliens land there. <laughs> Do they? Or twice aliens. a week, yeah. Can you imagine that, little aliens? I mean, there is a film like that, right? Oh, no, yeah. isn't it a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing, too, where they come to invade Earth, but it turns out they're only, like, three millimeters tall or something? That's company. it, yeah. yeah. And a dog. They land on my eagle. head. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. It just yeah. it just distracted me for a second. Sorry, carry on. No, no,
0: that's fine. It's fine. It's all right. You can be distracted by me. I understand completely. Yeah, but in a vomit-inducing way. <laughs> <laughs> Fully enough, that's what the aliens said as well. Oh, is it? Uh, um, yeah. There was no probing involved, no, no just to clarify. I
1: bet, I bet you are disappointed.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so later, Trent is uh, back at home, drinking whiskey and watching TV. He should do a podcast with skills like this, shouldn't he? He should, yeah. Yeah, just saying. Mm-hmm. So there's a news bulletin <clears throat> explaining that riots in the streets are possibly down to Sutter Kane's book release being delayed wow if only you could have that power i mean we, we could we could get a bit of this couldn't we you know what i mean if we have de- we delay a podcast every now and again you know we we could cause major riots you don't know what
1: i think i do know <laughs> nobody even notice <laughs> i'm sure some people notice <laughs> yeah they're usually
0: all locked up <laughs> nothing wrong with a captive audience absolutely so later, Trent has a meeting with uh, Kane's publisher, Higher Glow, played by Charlton Heston, uh, who I have to say was a pleasant surprise to me.
1: okay. was he come ready hours for tea or something?
0: <laughs> he have a job he's dead but... might still <laughs> you never know so um Linda Stiles enters the meeting and she seems less than impressed by Trent's lack of interest in publishing. Yes, yeah, she does yeah, because he's very yeah. flippant about it all. He is. So, stars handles all Kane's work. Isn't he the guy that writes all that horror crap, he asks? And Stars tells him that he outsells all other horror writers, even Stephen King.
2: Mm.
0: Getting his friend in there, a little yeah. mention. Yeah, that's nice. So, you'd do that for me, wouldn't you? you on. You... <laughs> I'll Who? be watching, I'll be watching.
1: Who are you again?
0: <laughs> do I know you? Ant. Ant. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> see Is he the am. drunk
0: one? Possibly, I'm not okay. sure. Right.
1: You're telling me your ad to deck knowledge is not that great? Not specifically,
0: no. No, okay. I I only encounter them tangentially. Ooh, that's a word that you really had a go at. It is. I, but, I, but I I mean,
1: you wouldn't know much about ads because you've always been a deck fan. You like a bit of deck. <laughs>
0: that's, a, that's a stretch for you, that. That's what you said about deck, right? He's only short. Oh, that's true. Sure, you know. <clears throat> All right. Herglow explains that Kane has been missing for two months and that aside from a few chapters mailed to him, there's been no word and no manuscript. Oh, he writes like you do. <laughs> two chapters? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're being optimistic there, Colin. That's true. And... Uh, did you notice that Trent puts his cigarette out in an official Mouth of Madness mug? Oh, yeah. There's a
1: lot of, like, uh, you know, making fun of mm-hmm. product um, placement. Yeah, the product
0: placement. Yeah, Commercialization of ad. Mm-hmm. And It turns out that the Axeman was actually Kane's agent. That's gone, right. Gone, mad. gone yeah. mad. And we get another gag about um, Stephen King. We do, yes. To be honest with you, Chuck's probably pissed that the agent went crazy with an axe instead of a semi-automatic rifle. For a minute, I thought you said agent. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, that would have pissed him off too, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. that would have done, yeah. So as Trent leaves, Styles explains how worried about Kane she is, and how his work has been known to have odd effects on his less than stable readers. Hmm. And Trent just uh, tries hitting on her for a second, but she's having none of that. No, she's not interested. She's not interested at all. It's his 90s-style
1: suit with the giant length of it. That's what puts her off.
0: It is a bit square as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's really long. I think it comes down to his knees. <laughs> and she explains that Kane had uh, started to become erratic and bizarre before his disappearance. So that's what I need to watch out for in you, right? Well, I've become erratic and... yeah. And then, and that's when I'll know that you're going to disappear.
1: Oh, okay. All right. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. watching. How would you know? I mean, what's
0: erratic behaviour? M- more erratic than usual. But what is erratic? Like, for the, you? Well, for anybody, I suppose. Uh, well, I can only speak for myself. I suppose running around in the street in my pants—that's probably erratic, isn't it? Holding the fork in the wrong hand. Doing a full day's work. <laughs> that's very erratic. Yeah. I do it.
1: Okay. Oh, Steady wait, whoa, whoa, holding a fork with the wrong hand? Yeah. Like, you use forks? <laughs> <laughs> when did you get old, posh? Uh, since I moved down south. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and which, so, hand uh, is, which hand is the wrong
0: hand? Uh, you're supposed to hold the fork uh, in the left hand, aren't you?
1: I thought you hold it in whatever hand you... Uh, like, if you're right-handed or you're left-handed, you hold the fork in that hand. No, I think you're supposed to hold it left and
0: right, specifically.
1: Oh, OK. I suppose that's true, because I'm right-handed and hold the fork in my left hand.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although Americans don't use a knife anyway most of the time, do they? For stabbing, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they went, they went
1: for a period of spoons. <laughs> what? Spoon-stabbing. Oh, big case of that over here.
0: I'll tell you what, the things that you could do with a spoon,
1: underrated yeah, as a
0: weapon. Yeah, well, they they stopped that eventually. <clears throat> well, the done... spoon
1: stabbing? Yeah, they moved on to knives.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's more handy, really.
1: Yeah, I just don't look forward to the day when they start doing spark stabbings.
0: <laughs> That'll leave a scar. It would, yeah. <clears throat> so, styles just uh, need, what? Don't know, you've written it, can't see it from here. 5,000 miles away. Oh, here we go. Okay. okay. So, Stars just needs that new book before things get out of control. And I like Trent's attitude. Basically, he's a cynic who thinks that the people who like horror are just flushing their brains down the toilet. Yeah. See, now I disagree with him
1: though, because clearly that's Marvel fans.
0: <laughs> I'm not biting. I'm not doing it. <laughs> One day we'll have a good old argument on here. No, we let's, won't. Let's save it to the very last episode before we, <laughs> before we uh, pack it in. And then,
1: then we argue, right? And then mm-hmm. we just, like, that sound. And then we just let the podcast run silently. <laughs> so people get it and they go, like, wow, this podcast is three hours long. And what they don't <laughs> know is it's two hours of just silence. <laughs> or just muttering in the distance, casual
0: swear word. <laughs> That's probably more realistic. Yeah. Probably. So uh, so walking home, Trent comes across a cop. I, oh,
2: know.
0: Know. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been quicker with that one, shouldn't I? Yeah. Uh, he sees a cop beating, <laughs> go
1: on, now you're gonna let me see
0: where you... oh I see where you're gonna go. All be- right. <laughs> He's be- the cop's beating up beating up yeah. a homeless person right. who has been um, graffitiing
1: that's correct yes it's a fair, fair punishment
0: Mhm. and um so then we cut to back home and trent is watching the riots on tv mm-hmm. but he's still convinced that it's some kind of stunt or mass hysteria yeah he doesn't believe anything he doesn't and he
1: carries that dis- disbelief for just a little too long in the film for my liking
0: yeah and we'll, we'll get to the point where i think that he's uh he's taken it rather well yeah some of the things that happen in this film that yeah So next day, Trent is in a bookstore that's been turned upside down by the rioters. Not, I don't mean literally (laughs) upside down.
1: (laughs) Also, that would just be weird. By the rioters, not the writers.
0: By the rioters. Yeah, sorry. Oh, rioters. Yeah. And uh, we hear on the radio. There's lots of this in this film, isn't there? Lots of radio announcers and TV Mm -hmm. people in the background telling us, filling in the gaps.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, the radio announcer is telling us that the riots are spreading to more cities. Did you notice that this story is uh, mainly taken up with Kane's books and that everything else in there is on sale? I hadn't noticed that, but interesting. A strange, sick looking guy. He looks sick. He does, they've got sores on their faces. They've got sores on their face. Not sure why they've got sores on their faces, No, it's not really explained. Comes up to Trent and tells him that he can see you, to which he replies, Well, tell him I said hi. Yeah, it's fair enough. I can't help but think that would be your reaction Colin if someone came <laughs> up to you and said that
1: <laughs> I don't know I'd be like well I hope not all the time you know what I'm
0: saying <laughs> <laughs> oh. have some oh. private moments <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there, there's lots of times in this movie where he's Trent's no nonsense sarcastic aloof attitude really does remind me of you oh thanks so Trent's at home later reading some of Kane's books when Robinson calls him Trent has to admit that even though it's the usual horror crap, there's something about the writing that he finds intriguing. Mm. But he dismisses all ideas that he's becoming a fan. Right. A bit like when you don't like Marvel movies. Um,
1: Well, not really, because Trent feels the books are better written than he expected. Yeah, but you doth protest too much sometimes, I think. No, I think I protest just the right amount. (laughs) In fact, I tone it down sometimes because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Wow, really?
0: really all right. (laughs) well I appreciate that thank you you're welcome yeah so we um, we next see Trent back in the alley for some reason watching the cop beating up the guy again Mm. and this time the cop turns and looks at him and his face is a bleeding disfigured mass of sores (sighs) and then we snap cut back into Trent's room and he wakes up he's in his living room and it was all a dream Mm. but was it a dream oh Trent starts reading again, and we're suddenly back in the alley again. And this time, the zombie cop turns and says to him, Do you want some too, buddy? And as a group of people holding axes, led by the dead agent from the previous scene, surround Trent, one of them says, He sees you! And the mob raise their axes to chop him up, and a woman eats a piece of flesh, and the cop raises his baton, and a flash cut, we're back in the living room, Trent was sleeping! again mm. uh, was he because I do know tell me Paul don't keep me in suspenders Trent's gasping for breath and he sits up to find the zombie cop sitting next to him on the sofa flash cut again to Trent waking up for a third time how is he awake
1: yes yes he yes, is yes he is oh, this time oh, no. <laughs> Phew. do you think that was one too many yeah a little Mm -hmm. could have just gone from the first one straight to the cop sitting next to him
0: yeah that would be enough I think Mm -hmm. so later he's um, making notes and he's tired and he accidentally rubs ink onto his eyes and I don't know where that was going what was the significance of that I don't know Mm. yeah I don't know either make him look crazy I don't know possibly so he lays all the books out onto the table and he gets an idea from nowhere. Yeah. from nowhere. From <laughs> <laughs> he, he should have been on um, 321 back in the day. My first is in is yeah, in tree. Right? My second is in fire. I walk away but come back. What am I? So he starts cutting up all the covers and he ranges them on the table to make a nice little collage of something. Mm-hmm. Turns out, wow. when he's back in his office later, Trent explains that the collage is actually a map Leading to a real place in New Hampshire, a forgotten town, someplace that's, and that's where Trent thinks Kane is hiding. where, where is he getting all this from? I know he's amazing. You know, he's he's got he puts Sherlock Holmes to shame, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he still thinks that this is probably an insurance scam, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he still doesn't believe anything. So, Herblow insists that Styles accompany Trent to find Kane. And do you think the whole thing is a bit of a stretch?
1: What? the. What? 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 What?
0: what, what. Every, Stop looking all at of me. It. What? All of
1: it. All of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. don't get the leaps of logic that he's making at this point. hmm. It gets
0: worse. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trent and Styles are driving. Road trip. And boy, Ooh. is it a road trip. The Road the road to the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. So she's asleep and Trent pulls a little horn out and he wakes her up. Do not remember that bit? And I, I remember he wakes her up and she's annoyed by He pulls by a little it. horn out of the glove compartment and he goes honk, honk. Oh, that's weird. All right, yeah. Because then she, start, she flips out and she beats him up with a bag of crisps, doesn't she?
1: Yeah, and he says, don't never, never throw chips at a driver.
0: What kind of asshole keeps a little horn in their glove compartment musical asshole although I, i've I've got a musical <laughs> asshole and it's <this>, not musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there I've done that as well <laughs> <laughs> so night driving and Trent tells Styles that he trusts no one and that he's um that he'd bust his own mother if he had to basically mm, probably has he probably has he yeah. looks the type <clears throat> to bust his own mother yeah and they discuss reality insanity etc etc but Trent says that his grip on reality is perfectly fine mm-hmm foreshadowing foreshadowing yes there's a lot of that as well
2: mm-hmm
0: later he's sleeping as she's driving right and the radio again is discussing the escalating incidents of violence in the background that's right telling us what's going on yep yeah. And they drive by a boy on a bicycle with playing cards in the spokes. Mm-hmm. Making, that, Making do you, that... Do you tip. ever do that? I can't ride a bike.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right, you can. I yeah.
0: forgot that. I
1: just Never wanted learned. to bring it up again.
0: Tried a couple of times, but fell off it. So gave up. <sighs> Not for me. You have to try more than it a few times. Yeah, but you know me. If I don't get it straight away, then that's it, I'm done. All right, so, so when I come over next year, we'll try and get you riding a bike.
1: And we'll film it, be on YouTube, uh, and <laughs> I don't need to work anymore.
0: <laughs> you're going to try and get me to ride a bike, your first stage would be trying to get me just to uh, go out the door, to be honest.
1: Well, you've you got a garden. You practice in your garden. Yeah, I suppose
0: I could. Yeah, see? Your son's got a bike? He has got a bike. Has he got stabilisers? It has, yeah. Cool. But it, it's a little one. I don't think I'd fit on it. Oh, that's true. I, I mean I know I'm there. sure, but I'm not that sure. That's true. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Okay, we'll figure it out. So continuing on, she starts to feel tired when suddenly she passes a weird old man on a bicycle, mm. going in the opposite direction again, with the sound of cards in the spokes. Just like the young guy that she saw a minute earlier. Mm, suspicious. It is. So she puts on her glasses to look at the map. Classic mistake. Who puts on the glasses
1: while they're driving to look at the map?
0: And shouldn't she be wearing them anyway if she's
1: driving? I assume she's short-sighted. Short-sighted? Hmm. Still doesn't sound very safe to me. No, it doesn't. You're looking down, you're looking at the map, you're putting your glasses on, you look up,
0: you can't see anything anyway. Well, especially in this instance because, bam, she hits the old man and he goes flying right over the top of the car. He does. He does. So going back to the body, the man is muttering about not being able to get out. He won't let me out. Oh, but the voice is a young voice. So that's a totally bad impression. Not being able to get out. He won't let me out. No, but the voice is a young voice. (laughs) Not not being able to get out. He he won't let me out.
1: It's not a Jim Henson character (laughs) in
0: song. I haven't got any more voices. That's my whole repertoire. That's oh, it. I'm done. Oh, okay. So, all right. Sorry about that. That's all right. So she looks away from the body, and when she looks back, the old man's back on his bike, and he rides away. Yeah. Stuntman. man. This does have a really weird vibe to it. I do like this. So.
1: It's all right. It slows the film down a bit, though, in the middle.
0: <laughs> the whole 90 minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> so back driving, Trent is asleep, when suddenly the road disappears i I just point out that he
1: wakes up when she hits the person and and says gets her back in the car because they're going to call the police but then the body's gone and stuff Mm -hmm. and then he goes back to sleep how would you sleep after that incident i'd be like i am never closing my eyes again because you're a terrible driver
0: yeah you'd take over the driving wouldn't you
1: Oh, maybe i'm not that enthusiastic (laughs) (laughs) i'd just be aware you know i'd be my eyes open I, i couldn't go back to sleep after that oh I probably could It's just like I oh, knocked somebody over I've just got go to go
0: snooze again <laughs> well he does he does um, as I said the road she looks out the window and the road's disappeared and it seems as though the car's flying because there's clouds beneath them
1: yeah like she, she looks out of her side
0: window as if it's the windscreen that's the
1: problem Mm-hmm. I know
0: <laughs> and then there are bright lights noise and they pass under a bridge and they emerge into the bright lights of the tone of Hobbs End. Mm. I like how uh, Trent then wakes up with a yawn and says that he must have slept through the whole night. Yeah, oh. a bit like that. Exactly like that. It's like he's in the room with me. Yeah. And, and then she just says, you drive. Yeah, but she doesn't mm. tell him what's going on. She doesn't know. So, they well, even if she did tell him, he'd just take it in his stride like he does everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they start driving again through the quiet, deserted-looking town, and Trent is all still very cynical about everything. And she looks into the window of an antique shop. load of old crap, he says.
1: Yeah, this is, where did they get this
0: crap from? Yeah, I know. It's an antique store. <laughs> the past. That's where they got it from. <laughs> and a dog is suddenly chased down the street by a bunch of kids. But only Stiles saw it. And we get a close-up of a bloody axe embedded in a stump. Ooh. Mm. So driving up to an old hotel, they head inside, and Styles says that she's um, read about this hotel in one of Kane's books. That's right. Mm. And inside, Styles points out little details before they see them. A loose floorboard, a painting on a wall. Trent must be thinking this is all an act still. Yeah, he does. He's mm. uh, Yeah. And the owner comes out, she's a little old lady. Oh, a little old lady. Little old lady, yeah. Hello, little old lady. <laughs> I put that in there just for you. Hi. I know you like a bit of that, don't yeah. you? Uh, nothing wrong with a bit of chocolate and the <laughs> say Nothing wrong with a bit of little old lady. <laughs> nothing wrong with a bit of old lady. So she comes out, she's a little old lady. Oh, hello, little old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Back in time again. And. Um, Trent mentions Sutter Kane, but the owner, the, li- the little old lady, says she's never heard the name Sutter Kane before. That's right. So three times she looks. Um, Stella, Stars looks at the painting on the wall,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and every time she looks, the figures have moved. That's right. So back in their room, stiles tries to convince Trent that they're inside one of Kane's books, but Trent isn't convinced. This is reality, he says. But outside, a gothic church is exactly where it's supposed to be in one of the novels. Oh, now you think that would clinch it for him. you think so. so. No, no, think no, no. You're still not having it. No, stubborn. So they go to the church, and Trent reads um, Trent reads aloud from one of the books as they're walking, talking about evil creatures that dwell there. Ooh, go on, do your joke. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saving it for later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I could have put it in there, but I won't. thought he was. Mm. He had the face of someone who was
1: about to unleash yes, pearls yes. of wisdom.
0: So suddenly, trucks speed up and a mob of people with shotguns start to yell at the church, give him back. So the doors open and a child stands in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Johnny boy, says the leader, when the doors suddenly slam open and close repeatedly. And then the boy is gone, replaced by a man. It's Sutter Kane, played Ooh. by Jürgen Proktoff. He's got an impressively large herd you, hasn't he? Yeah, like in a razor head. So suddenly a pack of Dobermans attack them off and chase them off. <clears laughs> chase them off. No, no, it's just an intri- a pack of Dobermans. It's
1: like they're in a pack, like with cellophane around them. And But it is, it is a pack of
0: Dobermans, pretty- you are completely correct. Just sounded sound- weird. The sound design in this is amazing, isn't it? All the sound effects are really full on. Uh, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything for me. Oh, I, I like a bit of a uh, heavy-handed sound.
1: Oh, I was going to say you like a pack of Dobermans.
0: Well, they're all right, you know. not my favourite dog, but, you oh, know. What's your favourite dog? Do you no, know ladies. Know?
1: <laughs> well, that's just weird.
0: I know. <clears throat> so as Trent and Styles get back in the car, a little girl with marks on her face tells them, I can see. Well, good for her. So, back at the hotel, there's a lot of going backwards and forwards in this, isn't there? There is, yeah, yeah. Back at the hotel, Trent wants to know how Stiles knew that the mob would come. He's convinced that it's still all a setup to sell more books. This is where I'm starting to
1: lose my patience with him. Mm. He's not having any of it, is, it is he? It's clearly obvious that something's going on. No one mm-hmm. does, no one can achieve this. Mm. This this level of uh, just for him.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's not like people can see it, is it? No, it's just, like, for him, basically. mm mm-hmm. So, Stars admits that K- that Cain was sent, was actually sent away on a stunt, but that none of this was meant to happen. And all the stuff that's happening is from the new book, Creatures, Evil, Even the End of the World, and she's convinced that to solve it, all they need to read is the new book and skip to the end. Ah, it's a good plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what with this movie
1: <laughs> yeah let's do that <laughs> and no. they lived happily ever after
0: thanks for listening <laughs> and the weird thing happens is that to try and sweeten the deal for him she tries to eat his face doesn't she
1: yes she does yeah. she's all
0: over him slobbering everywhere yeah she seems, sort of comes out of the blue doesn't it it does
1: because she's been like pretty standoffish throughout the film
0: yeah she's not shown a, a, an ounce of interest in him at all nope
1: Okay, in fact, I would say she's been kind of revolted by him at points, absolutely, although she does do a smile at the beginning when he enters the elevator and leaves us, so I don't know. well
0: you were paying attention, weren't you
1: sometimes It's very subtle
0: <laughs> exactly little, you were little paying too attention. subtle a little too subtle so he leaves he's, he's not he's not joining in, and he says that he'll go and get a bus home. so he goes downstairs and he examines the painting, and as he lights a cigarette, the owner tells him no smoking, her husband doesn't like it no. Now, Trent tries to question the old flake, but she's uh, she's very strange and almost confused. Yeah, she's different than what she was earlier. Yeah, and there's a groan from behind the counter, and the old woman kicks something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trent's about to have a look when she he sees Stars run out the door, and she takes the car and drives away. Kiff she's very, very sneaky wasn't she she just <laughs> runs right past him she does yeah so then there's more groaning it turns out that there's a naked old man handcuffed to the little old lady
1: yeah for some reason I thought of you at this scene
0: Aww. I thought to myself I thought it looks like a laugh does not it yeah I thought you'd like it mm-hmm. I'll give that a go yeah but being handcuffed <laughs> there naked to a little old lady <laughs> wouldn't be the first time <laughs> would it for you and it won't be the last no Um. so later Trent takes a walk and he goes to a bar, and he's making notes when a man tells him to leave town. And Trent still thinks that all this is amusing as the man tells him about some evil that's been taking people, starting with the children. So Trent just says, "Can I buy you a beer?" Yeah, he's very calm about it. So Styles is driven to the church where a group of kids, all demonized now, but demonized, demonized. Oh, they got demon eyes. They've got demon eyes, but they've been demonized. Oh. That's handy. Yeah, it is. Uh, they've gathered, and they tell her that today's Mommy's Day. That's nice. Loads of lines in this movie don't go anywhere, do they? No. no. There's no payoff to it, to it at all. It's just a line. I have to say that the freaky kids do give me the creeps. It's very Village of the Damned. Oh, you don't like freaky kids. No, I don't like freaky kids. <laughs> okay. So back in his room, Trent finds Styles isn't back well at the church she goes inside and it's all gothic and there's burning braziers burning are you sure about that that's what they're called isn't it <laughs> not
1: sure about that one <laughs> great braziers I don't think they're called braziers you know,
0: the things that hang on the walls that you that you like <laughs> braziers no <laughs> I've heard about burning braziers yeah in the, a lot in the 60s and the 70s didn't it it did indeed totally different thing all right okay it would be funny if it was just burning braziers
1: on the walls, though, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. It would <laughs> actually make more sense than most of the stuff in this film.
0: <laughs> and we also see that there's an inverted cross on the wall. So Trent's having a bit of a lay down while Styles is searching the church and she hears the sound of typing in another room. Right. So she goes in and she finds that Crane is hard at work. And as she enters, the door slams and a hand grabs her, but suddenly gone. I'm not a fan of jump scares, I have to say. There's songs in this film. I know, uh, cheap, 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 cheap jump. Cheap, yeah, I don't know. Like... Cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah, cheap. cheap. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. No, 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 Cheap. So Kane and Styles talk, and he says that he always thought that he was making his books up. But it turns out that they were guiding him, making it all real and giving them a way to come into our world. Mm. And Kane starts do her, her for a bit. Oh, yeah, he does. He plays with her. He and then suddenly, he pushes her face down into the pages on the table, and we flash cut to a montage of bloody images. <laughs> those bloody images. Oh, I hate, God, I hate those I Hate those jump cuts and those bloody images. Yeah, they're always cropping up, aren't they? Yeah. The cop, the axes chopping, religious images, and weird, funny monster head things.
1: Mm. Is this where he says you can edit this one from the inside looking out?
0: Yeah. I like that line. Yeah, uh, and, you know, we all wish we could do that, really, don't we? Edit from the inside. Looking out? Looking out, yeah. Oh. Well, don't I don't know call. what it means, but it sounds good. Oh, okay. All right. That's what I'm going for. Okay. So when she raises her head back up, blood is coming from her eyes. Do you like my ending, he asks. Oof, it's never, cross, a, gr- never a good question out. to pose to a woman, is it? Why? Do you like my ending? Well, you're opening yourself up to a whole world of... Uh, disappointment there aren't you oh, really? this, this, this sounds like we're
1: going down a personal therapy session no, now no, Paul.
0: I, hypothetically speaking is what I'm, I'm saying uh,
1: oh yes so it's your friend right a friend it is. Yeah. Hold on, let me just do a quote a friend
0: yeah
1: it's a friend okay <laughs> hypothetically it's a friend not you no 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 it's not no, me no, no. talking about yourself
0: <laughs> no it's a friend
1: oh yeah 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 a friend right yeah
0: the next so next when weirder. did this happen to you it didn't happen. to <laughs> shut up right. um so next we um things get weirder as uh, she embraces him and starts to caress a weird creature that seems to be growing out of the back of his head
1: yeah we're gone special effect crazy physical effects
0: everywhere i have to admit i do much prefer a wet looking practical effect to to anything cgi oh okay you know, it's funny how water adds a lot to
1: a practical effect.
0: Oh, it does. It makes it look just a lot more um, disgusting. I think if Doctor Who had uh, added water to a lot of their uh, practical effects,
1: even with the bubble wrap monsters, <laughs> I think it would have been a lot better. There's
0: <laughs> nothing wrong with a bubble wrap monster.
1: I, I didn't say there was. I just think a wet bubble wrap monster would be better.
0: Try it. Let me know how it goes. All
1: right, I've but, got. To, but, I have but only if you film wrap. yourself
0: in it. You've got to wrap yourself up in it, get all wet, and roll around on the floor.
1: I'm not sure I can spare the bubble wrap at the moment, but maybe later.
0: Yeah, after you've used it for your move. Yeah, you
1: know. then I'll wrap myself in it. I will wet it down and take pictures. How are you going to get out of it? It's bubble wrap, Paul. It's not like it's not like kryptonite. All right, I'm worried for your safety. Burst my way out
0: burst your way out. Yeah, it's bubble wrap. Oh, very good, yes. Yeah. So Trent tries to uh, make a call, but he can't get a dial-in tone. And suddenly, Stiles falls through the door, rambling about losing herself. Hmm. And Trent goes to look for the owner downstairs, the little old lady. Yeah. Hello. Oh. Uh, yeah, go on. No, no, that's all I'm doing. Don't want to worry it out. <laughs> what, the little old lady?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what well, that was a bit...
0: <laughs> yeah alright this obviously a whole new side of you tonight Colin
1: that's because I'm not facing you
0: <laughs> so um, he goes to look for the little old lady and he sees that the uh, two figures in the painting have now turned into gnarly tree stumps
1: gnarly tree Stubs. <laughs> actually wasn't he a country and western singer <laughs> gnarly Nelly, tree stumps tree
0: stubs yeah and his big blues band <laughs> yeah I think he was supporting Willie Nelson wasn't right, he right good old gnarly Mm-hmm. And that the lights start to flicker, and uh, getting slightly stressed, Trent he is getting a little bit concerned at this point. Yeah, if he's fairly cottoned down, then it might not be a hoax. Although he does take what happens next quite well, I have to say. Yeah. What happens next, Paul? Well, Trent rings the bell for the owner and says, "Come on, you old bitch." Oh, that's which rude. was a bit harsh. Yeah, yeah. no need for that. I not need to talk to a little old lady like that, does he? No. So hearing someone groan off screen, he goes to have a look. And it turns out that the little old lady has turned to an axe-wielding tentacled monster. Mm. They're
1: yeah. the worst kind of axe-wielding monsters. Tentacles.
0: I know. I like some tentacles in things.
1: I didn't know you were a fan of anime. I
0: like a tentacle or two, yeah.
1: Oh, a bit of hentai.
0: What's it, Hentai. <laughs>
1: Not sure how you pronounce it. Well, no, not into it like you. I like all Mexican food.
0: Wow, racist. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a wet tentacle. No, apparently not. According to there's you. A, there's, a, there's a great movie that came out a couple of years ago, I think it was, called The Void. You should check that out. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it's, very, it's a bit like this movie, very Lovecraftian.
2: Oh.
0: Maybe I'll give a miss. (laughs) you see how I build you up there and then instantly deflated you at the same time? Yeah, it was like being slapped by a wet tentacle. Yeah, oh, don't get me started on that. Um, So Trent does a run out of this, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. So back in the room, Stars is up and standing in on the other side of a glass door. And she seems to be growling with tentacles moving around her. More tentacles. Lots of tentacles. So Trent comes back into the room, and suddenly she kicks Trent right out of the door. Yeah. And he runs to the car, chased by more tentacles, and he drives away. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'd, I'd stick around, See. you know, you never know what might happen. You get tentacled to death. Haha, <laughs> what a way to go, eh? Wet oh. tentacles slapping against you. Dug <coughs> it. Oh, <laughs> get... Yeah, alright. I'm yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure I. Alright, takes all sorts. So um, stopping in the town, he finds that stars is suddenly surrounded by chanting kids and disfigured townsfolk. Mm-hmm. Friday, she night got wagon. She, uh, Friday night, Wigan. Friday night. That was, fuck me, that was my joke. I know it was. That was my joke. I know it was. I only have one joke
1: per I podcast. And I, I gave you, I gave you the open opportunity earlier to just put it on, but you didn't do it. And then you just waited too long and I swooped in and got it.
0: And you get the laugh—the one laugh in the whole show—and you get it. One laugh in fifty
1: episodes, mate.
0: <laughs> well, no, because I've, I've used that gag a few times. So have you? Oh, yeah. okay. but I mean, you notice we do the same gags all the time.
1: Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're the only ones that notice. Well, no one fine.
1: listens more than twice, so it doesn't matter. It's new to them.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I wonder what the, uh, the 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 listeners in Japan think of it they'll love this tentacle shit <laughs> oh they will won't they <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm t- I'm talking straight at them right you learned something about me you, haven't you didn't know I like tentacles did you
1: no I don't uh, quite
0: I could <laughs> just be joshing with you
1: oh you could be you could be but something
0: tells me you know <laughs> <laughs> so a woman runs past Trent and stops and just says out of the blue fuck you <laughs> it's charming isn't it I know he really gets <laughs> foul mouthed
1: when he gets angry.
0: Yeah, it scared. really is like Wigan, isn't it? It is, yeah. So running into the bar, uh, the guy that he spoke to earlier is still there, and he tells him that he can't remember if he existed before the book or not. Which is interesting. Oh, yeah. But Trent is still adamant that it's all some kind of special effects and hidden speakers. <sighs> oh, Trent. I know.
1: What does it He's take, right?
0: Not- He's not a man to let something go easily, is he? He's not, no. So suddenly, the man blows his head off with a shotgun. Oh! <laughs> is that your reaction at the time? Well, I knew <laughs> that, he was going to do that How you'd it? take it for real if you saw it for real. Oh! Well, it depends if it would make me late for work. Well, that would be a that would be a cause for concern, really, wouldn't yeah. it? If you were late for work, yeah, it would be. I get annoyed by that. Oh. You're the only one that does. No, <laughs> whole train gets annoyed. just before he kills himself the guy says I have to do this because he wrote me this way Mm. that's a good line it is yeah you like that line so Trent runs out into the street where he punches stars in the face and bundles into a car but she eats the car keys oh well she swallows them she doesn't eat them apparently those car keys were made of pasta oh really they
1: Mm -hmm. look quite realistic
0: (laughs) yeah at no point did I
1: go and think they were pasta car
0: keys no at least there was something in this movie that uh, convinced you it was real. When she goes to the bathroom, she'll have to pass the car keys. Pass the car keys? (laughs) No. Oh, wait, is this on? (laughs) Really?
1: Yeah, really. Oh, all right. Pass the the car keys.
0: If we're doing this now, can you imagine what kind of stuff we're doing when we get to episode 100? I don't
1: know. It'd be a solo show by then for
0: you, and
1: (laughs) I. But you'll still leave gaps you <laughs> yeah those be, uh, just these <laughs> so silent is there something
0: you want to tell me Colin <laughs> just
1: these silent sections
0: <laughs> they struggle in the car they fight mm-hmm. and um the punch sound effects are way 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 over the top
2: mm-hmm
0: yeah and the, the crazy townsfolk approach them, but he gets the car started and he zooms away. Anyway, I don't know how he managed to get the car started. It's something with a screwdriver.
1: Oh, yeah, so, supposedly he hot-wired the car, which all you have to do is get a screwdriver and then stick it in the key thing and <laughs> voila, your car starts. Who knew they were so easy to steal in the 90s?
0: I, I wish I knew because I lost my car keys lots of times back then.
1: Right. but mm-hmm. all, all you need, Was that for that purple car that you had?
0: Yes, I did have a purple car,
1: yes. It no, wasn't
0: purple, it was blue. wasn't, it was purple. No, everyone tells me it was purple, but it was blue.
1: But let's just point out one glaring fact. You're colourblind.
0: Well, I am colourblind, so, so to me it was blue, so I'm I'm saying it was blue. So. It was bright
1: purple, it was like
0: Bernie the dinosaur
1: <laughs> driving down the street. I think you used to refer to it as the purple pimp
0: mobile, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the days. Um... Didn't do me any favours, though, I have to say.
1: Well, they wouldn't because they think you were all out, you know, roughing up your hose.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What I was doing in reality was driving from your flat to get pizza.
1: Yeah, or driving your mum into town. And (laughs) beer. Yeah,
0: driving my mum into town. Yeah, Yeah. that was probably more. So as he's driving away, he mutters to himself, Never leave the city. I never learn. Yeah, I, I have that feeling. But he's cracking jokes. Yeah, I mean, Still. maybe that's his escape valve. Well, he's, he's got it cranked open,
1: hasn't he? Look, when when things turn to rubbish and life is hard and everything's bad, I crack jokes. Look at this podcast.
0: You're cracking jokes? <laughs> Whenever I stay, yeah.
1: You're like, well, you let me know
0: when next time you do it, so I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'll fire a flur gun. I wonder what you were going to say then. <laughs> I'm glad you said flur gun. Um... So suddenly, she tries to snog him again, saying that it's how Kane is writing her and that she can't control it. That seems to be an excuse for everybody. I'm going to use gonna, it. Yeah, I'm going to use it as well. Yeah, you're going to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see which one of us gets locked up first. That I'll be you. Probably. But Trent's having none of it again, and he stops the car and he gets out. And there he finds the old man on the bike again, who rides away. Again, I don't... What's the significance of this old man on a bike? Ah. Go on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to impress me then. Nope. Just felt all like right. going, ah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I me mean, I was excited for a second. Yeah, thought you were. For a second. Just for a second. <clears throat> not, not that excited. Just no, little, just. You know. So turning, he, uh, he sees Styles has gone all thing, walking on all fours with her body twisted and her head on backwards. Oh, yeah, that's where I remember it from it's the thing yeah it is yeah mm-hmm. I'm guessing that this is just some sort of contor- contor- contortionist contortionist woman doing it because it looks practical so yeah maybe you know one of those people that can walk on the back with the arms the wrong way around kind of thing mm-hmm. you know what I mean stop I looking know. at me like <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see where you went with it <laughs> no I'm not going any further okay so Trent drives away but he finds himself back in town again confronted by the same town's for, fork, for, fork fork yeah. fork oh, oh, that's a fox <laughs> so he, he drives away again
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he passes the old man on the bike again this time with, with stars on the back of the bike
1: <sighs> what the hell's going on who knows it's a descent into crazy town
0: it is almost into the mouth of madness one oh, would say oh yes one would but only if they were an idiot yeah. some more flashes and um, he's back in town again back in front of the town for- fork I Wait, I did oh, it again yeah why are you doing that doing old Geordie, I, don't know. I don't know what's happening and it happens again and again and again and finally he just blows the car right through them
2: woohoo
0: yeah and he wakes up suddenly after he crashes the car he wakes up in a confessional booth and he can't get out he tries lighting a match but Kane's voice comes from the other side and he starts to give a monologue about how he, um, his success is making his books become real. Trent uh, still clings on to the fact that all this can be explained somehow. Yeah, giving up with him at this point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he finally tells Kane that his books suck. Yeah. It's an interesting idea, though, that the more people that read your art, the more you can make that a reality.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's a, I mean, this is the point of the film, right? Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. meta part of the film. And it's also mm-hmm. questioning how we, uh, <clears throat> we turn our uh, writers and celebrities
0: into idols. Yeah, and then we, we pull them down, don't we? Mm-hmm. I almost said we pull them off, but we don't. Well, some people probably do. But yeah. So then we get a flash cut to uh, Trent and Kane now in the church, and Kane is finishing his book. All done, he says. In the mouth of madness... It's always good to to get the title in, one last time. I think. Yeah, I mean you haven't done it enough already. Exactly, I know. So Kane gives Trent the manuscript to take back to the world, telling him that even he was made up by him, and that all this was engineered by Kane. How weird! And a long passage appears. I'm not doing it. You just keep going. <laughs> you brought it in. I'm not. I didn't put anything in it. It's a lie. A long passage appears that Trent uh, is urged to use to go back to the world. Right. Kane goes to a bleeding, buckling door, saying that I can't hold them back any longer. And next, Cain literally peels himself apart, leaving a hole like a torn page in Ooh, the fabric of reality.
2: Yeah, very nice. Did you like that?
0: Yeah, it's very good. Trent looks inside the hole as Styles narrates from the manuscript in the background. And everything that she's saying is, is what he's doing at this point. Yep. Trent takes the manuscript and runs as a monstrosity of teeth and tentacles chases after him.
1: Ooh, Janet's his
0: Carter. He falls, and suddenly he's on the highway in daylight. That's right, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. He gets to his feet as a boy with curds in his bicycle spokes stops and asks if he's Okay. He asks the boy for directions, and the kid. uh, he asks the kid if he's heard of Hobbs End, but he hasn't.
1: Nope. Town doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't
0: exist. Walking away, Trent leaves the manuscript on the ground. He's not taking it with him. Nope. Balls to that. Balls to that, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So finally, a truck stops and gives him a lift to a nearby hotel. Mm -hmm. Trent sits on the bed trying to get his head together after all this craziness. The morning comes and he goes to uh, check out the newspapers in the um, in the office of the hotel, and the assistant gives him a package with his name on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not his package. No. Oh. A package. A package. It's the manuscript. The package. The package. So he burns it in the sink, and he gets on a bus and there's a woman talking his ear off. Ugh. Don't you hate that when you it's get a complete stranger? I'd rather go to
1: back to with those monsters.
0: Yeah, I know. It's like, ah. Uh, Obviously, no one in your life cares enough to listen to your crap. So what makes you think I want to listen to it? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You tell her. I would. Mm. Unless she was a little old lady. Suddenly, Kane is sitting next to him all of a sudden, replacing the old lady, telling him that he's um, he's God now. Did I ever tell you my favourite colour is blue, he says. It be funny if, then, if,
1: if he turned around and went, oh, thank God it's you, Cain, because that woman was really annoying. <laughs>
0: I'd even take the tentacle monster over that woman. Well, you would. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so He tells him that he's God now. And did I ever tell you that my favorite color is blue, he says. And then suddenly Trent wakes up and the bus is bathed in the blue light of the rising sun. And finally. Whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. Blue
1: light of a rising sun that mm-hmm. is quite obviously yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's
0: blue in this
1: the blue light of a
0: rising sun yeah uh, for the purpose of this film it's blue it's the sun rising at this point it's meant to be morning is it yes alright but finally Trent loses his shit hmm ah but does he down the back of the sofa yeah the other passengers suddenly wake him up he was just having a bad dream oh yeah because that's never happened before in this movie has it nope Maybe the whole movie's a bad dream. (laughs) Yours or mine. (sighs) So later, Trent tries to get information about Hobbs end, but he's told that the town has never existed, and basically the woman tells him to fuck off. Yeah, she's quite uppity about it. She is. She's not very nice at all. but he does look a little crazy. He is losing it. He is losing it at this point, finally. So Trent's then wandering past the, the same alley that he saw the cop in earlier beating up the homeless guy.
2: Mm.
0: but it's empty there's nothing in there so back in the office he's telling Chuck Mr Heston all that's happened but Harglow doesn't believe it he even says that there was never even a woman named Styles and that he never sent anyone on the road trip with him inconceivable oh, inconceivable wrong, next Harglow says that Trent gave the manuscript in months ago turns out the book has been out for seven weeks Trent begs him to pull the book from the shelves because it'll drive people crazy, he says. I hope so, says Harglow, because the movie comes out next month. Ooh. If only, eh? John Carpenter was hoping that this movie was going to drive people crazy, didn't he? Maybe it did.
1: <laughs> but i in the
0: way expected. Yeah, well, about eight millions worth, I would imagine. Yeah. So he cut to queues of people waiting to buy the book outside of a bookstore as a newsman, another newsman, talks about a colossal epidemic of violence that's erupting. Trout stops a reader and asks, do you like the book? And he's all dishevelled at this point and crazy looking. All right. Before he pulls out his huge chopper and he brings it down on the man's head. Absolutely. And we're back where we started in Trent's cell with Dr. Wren good to see david warner again i've missed him
2: oh yes
0: yep. i wondered when he was going to reappear here he is and trent tells him that it'll only spread and it'll get worse Wren leaves as trent tells him it's the end of the world the human race will be a myth he says he says it's a good line and we end on trent in his cell hearing screams and the sounds of violence outside lightning flashes and then suddenly it all goes quiet before starting again And it cuts to black. Trent tries his door suddenly, and it opens. It's covered in blood. The place is a wreck. Like a riot has taken place. There's blood all over the floor. A figure runs past the camera, but we don't know who it is. Do you like this? It's good, this, isn't it? Well, it's until you ruin it by congratulating yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they do that on, on, you know, real audiobooks and dramas. They don't go, and the man lifted up the heavy cudgel, and he moved it to kill him. Whoa, it's good, this, isn't it? Aren't I delivering it rather well? Yes, I am. And so the shadow flitted across the sky. Oh, that bit was well delivered, wasn't it?
0: Are you enjoying this? If they booked me, it would happen.
1: Yeah, apparently. Turn the audio book into 17 hours, instead of just the two (laughs) it's supposed to be.
0: He goes into the reception, and it's a mess. And there's an emergency broadcast on the radio. Is it a bad reception? So he goes to. I've I've really worked hard on this one, can you tell? No. But this last bit? Generally, the whole thing.
1: Oh, this last bit is very good, but you keep stopping.
0: All right, okay. Well, I'll get to the end. Okay. (laughs) Skip to the end. end. So there's an emergency broadcast on the radio telling the violence in the streets and death everywhere. Trent goes outside and the radio carries on talking about how the cities have gone quiet now. Trent goes to a movie theatre and he sits down with popcorn to watch (sighs) the movie. And as the movie starts playing, not sure how the movie's playing when there's no one around. Oh,
1: that's right, because back then it wasn't computerised. It would have actually involved a projectionist.
0: Mm. He would have had to have gone up there and do it. film's
1: garbage ruined for me now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he sits down with some popcorn and he starts to watch... movie in the mouth of madness yeah maybe he started it because he can hotwire a car so maybe he's a protectionist as well could be could be and he starts to laugh manically Mm. and that's the end oh so colin what did you think of in the mouth of madness well well, this is the first time i've seen this film
1: Mm -hmm. and when it first started i thought oh I'm going to enjoy this. It's got a nice mixture of comedy and a little bit of darkness and some kind of wry humor. Mm-hmm. And then I got bored. Okay. And I stayed bored for most of the film. Mm-hmm. I got really bored towards the end, where it's just running around with prosthetics everywhere, mm-hmm. and then
0: it finished. So that's a that's a that's a that's a hit, is it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, I didn't really like it. You didn't like it?
1: No, I just it didn't. I get the idea of the Lovecraftian chaos and the I, trying mm-hmm. to picture his madness visually. I get all that. I just mm-hmm. didn't really feel it. It didn't work it. for you? No, it just work didn't for work for me. And I got bored, and I was bored in the middle, and mm-hmm. found it dull, and I found it a slog. I felt like I was doing, uh, instead of watching a film for entertainment's sake, I felt like I was doing an assignment from school. You were kind of. Well, yeah, but I, didn't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to feel that way. <laughs>
0: Well, they can't all be winners for you. No,
1: no, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> so that's a
0: miss for you then, is yeah,
1: it? Yeah, there are better John Carpenter films than this. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: with that said, um, I'm really glad that we did this movie because even though I'm a big fan of John Carpenter, it's not a film I'd ever choose to sit and watch. Never have. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. No. But I thought it was actually quite nicely done. I like the practical effects. I always like the practical effects in anything like this. I thought there was a good atmosphere to it. And um, I am a bit of a sucker for a bit of Lovecraft stuff. I thought Sam Neill was really good in it. Uh, He's a bit campy and hammy, but that's fine in a film like this, I think. I like his cocky know-it-all attitude, and especially when it starts to unravel. I thought that was quite good. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was all the best things about it. It's definitely not one of Carpenter's best at all. I can see why this has been... Largely forgotten this film, hasn't it? Yeah, I think think so. But it's not his worst either. Um, I'd probably watch it again. So it's an average hit for me. So, a film that you probably might watch again Mm -hmm. if
1: tied to a chair.
0: Well, no, I wouldn't go that far. It depends who's timed me to a chair. If it was a little old lady, then, you know. Yeah,
1: with tentacles.
0: With tentacles, obviously. Maybe she's timing to the chair with the tentacles.
1: That justifies a hit for you. I, said I, mean, I, think, I, think, I think your balance of, oh, I didn't know we were doing grades of hittiness now.
0: <laughs> I, I, I had fun watching it. Okay. I can't lie. I did. Right. You know, it, it pushed a lot of the right buttons for me, you know, and I'm not just talking about the tentacles. The only button it pushed for me is the one marked off. <laughs> that's a good note to end it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode of Retrospection if you'd like to contact us with your thoughts or suggestions for future episodes you can don't. reach us don't <laughs> sorry we won't on. do them we won't do them <laughs> but if you want to you can reach us on Twitter at Retrospec or on Facebook and you can also email us at retrospection at email dot com that is the right address isn't it Colin yes yes and we also have our Patreon page if you want to be kind and help us keep the lights on here uh, and please leave a review wherever you listen to us please leave a review yeah Anyone, Please. anyone. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we know, we're not screaming into uh, the void. No, either, you know that's what we do the rest of our lives. Yes, I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. So, what are we talking about next time? Oh, next time we're going to
1: be popping our cherry two thousand. <laughs> Which is the Melanie Griffith and David Andrews film from 1987, when a successful businessman travels to the ends of the earth to find that the perfect woman is always under his nose. Literally? Under his nose? Uh, Literally,
0: yeah. Oh, that'll be fun then.
1: Yeah, next part of that gets weird. He hires a sexy renegade tracker to find the exact duplicate of his android wife.
0: (laughs) Oh, now I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) See. (laughs) That's my in. Yeah. Well, we, we can all look forward to that then.
1: Yeah, it's got a good cast. Harry Carey mm-hmm. Jr.,
0: Lawrence Fishburne. Well, the thing is, will I be committing Harry Carey by the end of it? That's what I want to know. Ooh. So until next time, happy Halloween, everyone. Don't get too afraid of the dark. Ooh, and don't get grabbed by the ghoulies. Oh can you imagine? I can, and do. By tentacles? No, just ghoulies. <laughs> Bye. Bye.